shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Valentine's Day. Pink. Hearts. Red roses. That's right. You guessed it. I'm talking about love. But of course, love is a much richer, more complex topic than common symbols or icons might suggest. Love, in all of its forms, and all of its shapes and sizes, is magical, transformational, the essence of life itself. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice, right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today the theme for our show is Love Makes the World Go Round. And I'm Young Juan. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. We have an exhilarating program in store for you today as we examine what love is, how it defines us, and how we can harness its powers to enhance our lives. I think today's show will be marvelous too, and I'm so thrilled that you're hosting with me today, Young Ju. I'm sure longtime fans of the show share my delight in getting to hear all of your wonderful insight again, especially now that you're in college. How's college been treating you? Well, Hannah, college is exciting and wonderful, and it's a really great time to explore who you are and what you want to do with your life. I came into Smith College thinking that I had my whole life planned out, and I knew exactly what I wanted from point A to point B. And this whole year, not just this semester, but that last semester of high school, too, is possibly the most dramatic, life-changing year I've experienced so far. The emotions, idea of myself, goals of the future I've had at this point last time in this year are so different from the ones I have now. After being at college for a little bit more than a semester, the way I view life and myself has changed a lot. The future is kind of hazy and it's kind of exciting that I don't have my whole life planned out and that there are so many incredible options here for me. It's all a little bit overwhelming as a first year <laughs> in college, but adapting has been a slow process. The New England weather is a little bit... <laughs> It's a lot different than what I've known in I California. <laughs> and college is radically different from high school as well with limit or like classes that take less time and also have a broader interest than a lot of the classes structurally in high school. And living with other people is, all, is also something that I've been getting used to. Oh, wow. So you mentioned that college is radically different from high school in terms yes. of classes and academically, but how about in terms of relationships with people? Are you finding new definitions of love? Um, I definitely am. I feel that my relationship with my parents has also changed as well as the relationship with friends from back home who are having their own lovely experiences at universities all across the country and even at home. So it's been 
a lot of change in how my parents and I are definitely. I think my relationship to my parents is the most different because it used to be that I was always at home and I would always see them every day and they'd be there for me. But here it's a lot different. Like if I want to see my mom in a time of crisis, the best thing I have is Skype or calling her and seeing them at home for the first time since I came to college back in December was really wonderful to have that familiar bonding. And I feel like we're growing up in different ways. They're taking time to do things that they also love in life that oh, wow. they don't, yeah, they can do now, now that I'm <laughs> now that gone. Yeah. That's great. Do you think that you maybe appreciate them more? Because, you know, now you're the one who has to clean your room and has to figure everything out. You you don't have someone to fall back on like that. Just pick up the pieces for you. Do you think you come to, yeah, value them in a different way? Yeah, I really appreciate them a lot more, I think. And I feel like our bond has gotten closer that I am so far away. And I hear myself saying all the things my mom once said to me. And I just think that's really (laughs) funny. Whether it's about doing my laundry or washing the dishes, I just hear her in my head sometimes. And I feel like I'm becoming her. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I know my mom sometimes says stuff like that to me as well when I express an interest to really get out there and kind of get out of the cage of California. Yeah. Really all I've known. I mean, I wasn't born here. I was born in Chicago, but I moved here when I was very young. And this is really all I've known. And I have this burning passion within me to get out there and explore something different. And my mom always says the same thing to me that, Hannah, like, look around. You're going to miss it. You're really going to miss it. Yeah. And I think I'm not going to understand the fullness of that. (laughs) I really do miss it. Yeah. I went back home and it was It felt the same in a lot of ways, but it felt so reassuring and nice to be back in a place I've I've known a lot longer, and it's been my permanent home. That's so cool. So how has college, uh, how are you adapting to the college lifestyle? Yes, it is really, it's a lot of different time management, because in high school, you would be at school for a long time, and then you'd go home, but here, you go to classes, and you go home, but it's still in one place, you're not leaving the people you had class with, and so it's a lot of different time management, because classes are only like four or five hours in your day, and so there's a lot more opportunity to join clubs, work, uh, get to know your house community, dorm community better. Smith mm. is really great in that we have houses where about 80 people live instead of a huge dorm with like 10 floors. And so, good. We, yeah, we have a lot of house bonding events. And every time it's someone's birthday, we decorate their door with all the things that they like and streamers. And so that is just a really fun tradition that I love being part of too. That That's really, really cool. And Do you find that it's easier to make friends now or is it harder to make friends? Because I know that especially like think about when you're in junior high, right? (laughs) Everyone is so kind of preoccupied with how are people perceiving me and what type of image am I portraying? You know, it's such a haphazard time in a young person's life. And you would hope (laughs) that as people kind of grow up and mature, it becomes easier to get to know people and to make friends. So what has your experience in that regard been like in college? Uh, I'm mostly friends with a lot of people in my house because I see them so often and we have so many bonding activities, whether planned or just spontaneous, which I love. We all go out to movies sometimes just Mm. on a whim, and it's so fun to get to know these people outside your house, too, in classes. 
I felt that people have a really a more established idea of who they are once yeah. they come to college. So they're not necessarily trying to fit in with the norm, but they're they're very confident to be like this is who I am and this is who I want to be. So it's very interesting getting to know a lot of different people who are very comfortable and they all do different things and I find it so cool that we all have these different passions we're bringing. Right, right. I mean, you're exposed to so many people who are different from yourself. Yeah. And also exposed to so many opportunities that are different from what you're accustomed to doing. Do you yeah. find yourself taking on opportunities that maybe you wouldn't have in high school or really trying new things, whether it be academically, socially, intellectually? Yeah, I feel like I, I took a lot of really weird, random classes that I wouldn't normally have taken. <laughs> And it was a really great growing experience. I joined a lot of clubs in the beginning of the year. Just a random assortment of things from theater to art to um, a literary magazine until I really settled down and and found things that I liked. That's great. Do you have any friends from back home who are nearby or going to school with you? Yes, I have a couple friends who go to school in Boston. And so for every break during first semester, I would be in Boston because it's only a two, two and a half hour drive away. And it would be really wonderful to see familiar faces in an unfamiliar city and explore and have a great time together to forget the stress of academia and explore a new city. <laughs> That's great. What kind of things are there to do in Boston? Because you're not, you're not going to you know, the middle of the desert or to a small <laughs> little rural town. I mean, Boston has got to be teeming yeah. activities, internship opportunities, really yeah. anything. I had never been to Boston before, so it was a really great time with them. I've been to Boston like three or four times now, but uh, we go out to the city, we explore the different shopping centers, different, we went to an art museum, the Museum of Fine Art in Boston. We eat a lot of food. <laughs> Dining hall food isn't <laughs> fantastic so during breaks I love taking opportunities to to explore different cultures and get a taste of what is out there that is terrific well thank you very much Youngju for sharing all of your experiences with us and giving us a richer understanding of college and how love defines it during the break be sure to visit our radio website at expressyourselfteenradio.com to see photos descriptions links and more I'm Hannah Hundel and I am Young Juan. Also, please check out our charity website at btsya.org and our fun and informative videos on youtube.com slash be the star you are. Stick around for our next segment as we continue our conversation. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. 
Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. You are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. I'm Hannah Hunzel, and today our show is all about the power of love. And I'm Young Juan. To aid our efforts in exploring this topic, we're going to kick things up a notch by welcoming the amazing thing Jessica Shepard to the program. Jessica is an astrologer, writer, and health coach who specializes in counseling people through personal growth and awakening. Jessica believes astrology can help us understand ourselves and our relationships and even guide us to make better decisions. Jessica is the author of A Love Alchemist Notebook, Magical Secrets for Drawing Your True Love into Your Life, and Karmic Dates and Momentary Mates, The Astrology of the Fifth House. Jessica has studied astrology since 1992 and practiced astrology professionally since 2003. She holds a BA in Arts Management from Coastal Carolina University and is a graduate of Stephen Forrest's Evolutionary Astrology Apprenticeship Program. Jessica is now out with Venus Signs, Discover Your Erotic Strengths and Secret Desires Through Astrology. In this book, Jessica discusses Venus, the goddess of love, relationships, and pleasure, and we can get back in touch with the qualities of our inner selves that Venus represents. As you can imagine, we are thrilled to welcome Jessica to the program. Jessica, thanks so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be with you. The pleasure is all ours. So let us know, what exactly does Venus represent? We, we gave a brief synopsis, but of course that can't embody the full work of Venus that is highlighted in your book, because you talk about Venus signs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Venus is... The goddess of love, as you said, she uh, she's also a planet in the sky, and she's a living archetype inside each and every one of us. And Venus is kind of that part of us that lives for love, connection, pleasure, um, creating and appreciating beauty and art. Um, so she's like our inner feminine, um, and she, and we all have a Venus, by the way. Just don't get put off by the inner feminine. Um, men and women both have a Venus. And feminine in this aspect just means um, receptivity. But Venus wants us to kind of connect with like-minded souls, to have a good time, feel comfortable, confident, and attractive in our own skin. So, you know, who doesn't want to feel this way? That's her <laughs> popularity in, in the astrological world. And, and um, you know, she, she is a, the goddess of love and pleasure. So we, we all want to find out her secrets. And why are you trying to reawaken interest in Venus? So she's not really um, really reawaken. I like that too because it is true that sometimes it feels like she is asleep to us. In our culture, we um, are given images of Venus all around us that have to do oftentimes with the ideal beauty archetype or romantic love and um, often we are given kind of negative messages about our body, um, about our self-image from culture, family, or media, like I'm saying. And it can feel like a reawakening to go beyond that 
and actually penetrate into what Venus represents in our own life for our own, our own self. So you mentioned earlier Venus signs. We do each have a Venus. She's in one of 12 signs at our birth. And so that's a way for us to personally connect with her in ourself and kind of, like you said, reawaken if she's been asleep or kind of sometimes even I like to think of it as um, like she's just been kind of buried under false programming or she's been dispossessed by too many bad relationship uh, mistakes and, you know, our heart has taken one too many hits. And that can definitely send Venus into the sleeping beauty category in our life. That's great. So what inspired you to really write, sit down and really write this book? Was there an experience you went through or have you just been reading up a lot about this or did you encounter this sort of idea in your practice and you decided that you needed to write a book about this? What was it? So, um, I had been writing an advice column for a time, an astrological advice column, and a lot of the questions came from women especially who were like recovering from a breakup or had lonely hearts Mm. or were wondering if this person is the one or were just like looking for hope. Um, So I wanted to give everyone kind of a boost of confidence and self-worth and to kind of remind women especially, but all of us, um, that here, and let me hold up a mirror. This is your Venus sign. Let me hold up a mirror for how you could feel and what life could be like if you realize just how fabulous and beautiful and talented and gifted you are. And so that was kind of my inspiration. It was really a love letter to um, women like myself. And I probably wrote it for myself too. Um, a love letter for all of us to just kind of step into our feminine power. And so I've always been a long time reader of horoscopes and I'm uh-huh. sure astrology is different from that, but can astrology really tell us about love? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, horoscopes and astrology there, the astrology obviously is a part of, we, we, we write horoscopes as astrology, <laughs> but um but uh, there's a, there can be a more precise method to um, the madness of <laughs> astrology when you have like a reading of your own and you have your own specific um, kind of birth chart reading. Um, but yeah, astrology can tell us so much about love. It can speak specifically to what a lot of people are interested in. Um, it's compatibility, how mm. we get along. So everybody, like I said, everybody has a Venus sign, but not... All Venus signs are compatible classically. Um, just the same with sun sign astrology. I'm sure you're familiar with that. And, and everybody wants to know, you know, can the Aries get along with a Taurus? You know, <laughs> and it's kind of the same thing with Venus signs too. Um, so we can find our kind of chemistry and how we line up with our affinities and our likenesses and our, our kind of love style. Neat, neat. So what inspired you to select astrology as your career path? Was it just this fascination with human interaction and alignments or what what was it? Well, it was astrology found me for sure. Mm. Um, I was actually a teenager. I was 18 and um, I got really 
I got really sick at the time. The doctors didn't know what was wrong with me, so it was one of those mysterious illnesses that led me to a lot of different healers and teachers and people who who said they might be able to help me. And one of those people um, I found was um, a healer who was also an astrologer, and she told me one day, bring, bring your astrological chart. I would love to look at it. And she told me things about myself that I didn't even know. And it was just like, wow, what? And I was hooked. I, I really did become obsessed at that point. And, <laughs> and I had plenty of time because of, of um, that, that time of my life where I, I really, I wasn't in school. And so I had plenty of time to study, which turned out to be a, a blessing in disguise because astrology takes a lot of a lot of time, years of study to master. Yeah, and then eventually I started, I started um, kind of along my path and went back to school and and got my degree and then found myself in different jobs, feeling kind of incomplete. And I I just started writing astrology an astrology newsletter on my lunch hour, and <laughs> that was like my true passion. I looked forward to that lunch hour every day, where I could, you know, write the astrology. And 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 soon enough, you know, the world kind of called me out and and said, "Okay, we we want you to be doing this in a bigger way." So. That, and that speaking a of a bigger way, mm-hmm. I love the way you wrote about that in a love. Alchemist Notebook, how the journey towards soulful love begins by thinking bigger. And how would you recommend thinking bigger? What does bigger look like for individuals? Yeah, um, so bigger to me is kind of like becoming a, a self-actualized person, which essentially is saying um, we go through life. At a certain point, we need to learn how to take off what we are not, like what our parents mm-hmm. or what our people or what our our job has told us we should be and step into who we are and so becoming bigger to me means that kind of anything in love it's a big piece of becoming bigger right because I feel like our soulmates especially they help us step into our dreams and our truth and our realness and our power to become who we are um so that that's what bigger means to me definitely love is a big piece of becoming (laughs) becoming that person who can walk in the world um, in her own shoes. Right. I would agree. Well, thank you very much, Jessica, for giving us a fresh perspective on Venus, love, and everything in between. We wish you all the best in your endeavors. During the break, be sure to learn more about Jessica at moonkissed.com, and that's spelled M-O-O-N-K-I-S-S-D.com. And the book is called Venus Signs, Discover Your Erotic Strengths and Secret Desires Through Astrology. And it is a fascinating read. I'm Hannah Hundle. And I'm Young Juan. Also, please visit our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com. Stick around for our next segment as we continue our conversation. Kids and Cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you miss the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. 
When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids. Live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Hannah Hundle. And I'm Young Ju-An. Today's show has been just awesome so far, but it's about to get even better. That's because we're about to hear from teen heartthrob Dylan Ruda. Dylan is an American singer-songwriter and indie acoustic pop-rock recording artist who hails from Columbus, Ohio. For most of his teenage life, he's been living and working in Malibu in Laguna Beach, California. Dylan was first introduced to music at the tender age of six when he became drawn to playing the drums. At age 10, he started singing, songwriting, and playing the acoustic guitar and writing original songs. In November 2013, Dylan released his first self-titled EP, which was produced by Grammy-nominated producer, songwriter, and vocal arranger Steve Russell, who has actually worked with Jennifer Hudson, Chris Brown, and Jordan Sparks. Dylan was energized by Russell's traditional recording style, and he had an incredible time during his first exposure to recording. And after the release of his first single, Can't Tell a Lie, off his original self-titled EP in January 2014, Ruda went back to his home, the studio where his adventure in music continues to flourish. Over the past year, Dylan has gone to work with talented music producers and songwriters and has co-written many new tunes, which will be available as singles throughout the first and second quarters of 2015. It's an understatement to say that Dylan, a self-taught musician, has the gift, the gusto, and the passion, the talent, and the hardworking attitude to shine in the music world. That's right. So without further ado, let's welcome the talented Dylan Ruda to the program. <laughs> Hi, Dylan. How are you? Hi, Des. How are you <laughs> Well, Dylan, I know you actually have a new song out called Polaroid Pictures that yes. was officially released in November, and you co-wrote this with Eric Burden. Yes, I did. Um, we co-wrote it in L.A. after I, I pretty much just wrote a poem, actually. Um, it kind of came to fruition differently than a lot of my other songs, but it, he, just, he saw this poem that I wrote, and he really liked it, and we just kind of took it from there. That's terrific. And the official music video was co-directed by Danny Thompson and Ali Marione of DNT Entertainment, Rick Kraft as director of photography and edited by Scott Stevenson. And I know the evening of the single release, a digital hashtag Instagram takeover took place and that launched an immediate virtual viral trend. And it is a terrific song. You did a great job on it. And we actually want to play it for our listeners. So awesome. sit back, everyone, and enjoy. 
miss the days of a mind Unaware of time that binds Life seems so surreal Happiness was all we'd feel And when I need you like the past All that's left is photographs terrific i love (laughs) it (laughs) it sounds really catchy and i'm a fan of indie pop so i'll be sure to keep looking out for your music thank you very much and that kind of music of course doesn't just come from a vacuum it comes from years of love and passion for this craft so how did you discover your love for music uh i mean so growing up in ohio and then uh moving to malibu moving to california that was a big change and it brought a lot of different relationships and meeting new people and just a whole bunch of new experiences and uh, that's about the same time that I started really writing music so I mean 
as those experiences started happening, I started realizing that I could benefit from them and any bad or good experience I had, I could put in my music. So the writing process kind of came to be like, if I had a bad experience in the day, I'd just go home and write a song. And it was pretty therapeutic for me. And so who or what inspires your music the most, would you say? Uh, probably the, the women in my life. Probably <laughs> I inspire my music the most. Uh, and then I, I, the artists that I grew up listening to, I mean, I, I'm a huge John Mayer fan. Then on the other side of the spectrum, Red Hot Chili Peppers and Arctic Monkeys. So those are the artists I try to emulate and take my favorite parts of their music and put into mine. So uh, a lot of different things go into it. That's very cool. And you mentioned the woman in your life inspired your music. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of reminds me of Taylor Swift, who takes her experiences and creates song, songs out of them. When you're songwriting... Is that where you draw your inspiration from, from relationships, from friendships? And do, yeah. do, do the words kind of flow right out of you, or do you really have to sit down, kind of cull through the day and find things to write about? It's, it's usually pretty quick. I mean, the, the mm -hmm. side of songwriting that takes a while, is usually, for me at least, is the music. The words, that's the quickest part. That's like right on the top of my head, and it's, it's usually so I can go to sleep because I don't know if <laughs> – other people experience this as gnarly as I do, but when I'm lying in bed, I have to write something down that is troubling me or it's just going to sit there and not let me sleep. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess that's probably just how it, how it goes down for me. So yeah, you, I, I especially love the Arctic Monkeys, and also yeah. I have gotten into a lot of spoken word poetry, which is a lot like music, just without the rhythm in the background. Right. And I've definitely resonate with what you're feeling about what inspires you yeah i think if taylor swift and i were in a relationship it would be <laughs> we, we'd probably write like an album a day at that point <laughs> and so do you write music or do you have other musical versions to your po or do you have others write the musical versions to your poetry uh, I write all the music myself. Actually, my first time really co-writing was with Eric and a few other people for these singles, as you said, are being released throughout 2015. But uh, mm. but yeah, I, I've written my own music and words for everything. And I, I like to have, I, I need to have like a hands-on process in my music yeah. to feel like it's honest and it's a reflection <laughs> of who I am. So yeah, it'd feel weird to me just handing over like, all right, man, like here's my words, put some music, <laughs> oh, go for it. It just, yeah, that'd feel weird to me. Right, right. Now, in terms of, of a future career, do you want to continue songwriting primarily, singing primarily, or a combination of the two? Or do you want to do something completely different? Uh, I think singing primarily, but I mean, I've had this talk with my agents and stuff. It's if singing, when it starts you know, slowing down or it stops exciting me as much as songwriting, because I've always loved songwriting. I, I absolutely love to do it. And it comes so naturally that's like, I would love to explore that side of the industry as well. Um, I think if I, I think as I get older, I'm probably going to venture more into songwriting because I, I enjoyed it so much. Writing for myself and co-writing with other people, I, I see the appeal to it, and it seems like a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And well, what thank advice? You, thank you very much, Dylan, for sharing your gift with us. I love how you're using your talent so positively to bring joy and good vibes to the world. And during the break, be sure to visit Dylan's website at dylanrudamusic.com. I'm Hannah Hundle. And I'm Young Juan. During the break, please visit our charity site at btsya.org, which stands for Be the Star You Are, literacy and positive media charity. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation with Dylan.
Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon Appetit! Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Hannah Hundle, and our program is Express Yourself. Today, the theme for our show is Love Makes the World Go Round, and we are back with our terrific guest, musician Dylan Ruda, who loves what he does. I love you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now, in the last segment, we got to hear Dylan's new single, Polaroid Picture, and we're excited to ask him some questions and get to know him a little better. Hi again, Dylan. <laughs> so, Dylan, t- tell us what it was like to shoot the music video for Polaroid Picture. Uh, it was very romantic. Uh, it was a lot of like sappy beat shots and standing on top of a rooftop. And I kind of distrusted the directors. I was like, all right, you guys, you can, you know, tell me what to do and stuff. I, I'm just, just going to wait for the end result and not get too picky about what's going on. Cause I care more about the music as opposed to the video. I trust the professionals, you know, what's going to be the most appealing. But yeah, I'm really happy how it turned out. I was like, you know, this is, this was really cool. It was a lo- really good experience. And the, the uh, you know the woman in the video Emily Killian did a terrific job so that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I watched it and it turned out really really good. Did you help write the video script? Uh, I consulted on it. I mm-hmm. I told them you know I mean it's pretty obvious what the story is about and I think it appeals to a lot of people so I wanted to keep that aspect in play. Um, mm-hmm. So not too specific where you know it's too much about me but not too vague where it's like all right come on man like there's no passion behind this so uh i think my the directors you know danny and ali did a a terrific job so um i was yeah i'm i'm really thrilled with how it turned out and do you try to challenge yourself with your music and musical styles do you enjoy experimenting or do you stay in that comfort zone of indie pop Absolutely. I, I try to emulate the Beatles as much as, and honestly, <laughs> Arctic Monkeys, which are two great bands to, you know, follow. I feel as if every album, they're doing something different. You know, it's not like two, two albums you can compare and be like, oh yeah, this sounds the exact same where it's like they played off each other. I feel like they're always trying to develop and change with time and their experiences. So I try to do as much of that as possible. I think even going and looking at my previous ep to my newest single it's you know there's a a big change in style 
um, you know, keeping in your own genre, but trying to, you know, push the boundaries and, and better yourself as a musician, I think is really important. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure your family and friends have also watched you evolve as a musician. Have they been really supportive of your love for music? Yeah, I think my family and I, my, you know, my friends in Laguna Beach and Malibu, they, they've seen me as an adult, you know, when I'm kind of <laughs> already towards that point where I was getting towards, you know, being able to be really serious and perform and release music. It's my friends in Ohio that are the ones that are the troopers that are like, yeah, man, like, you are not that great starting out. And, you know, they're so supportive and, uh, and uh, it's, it's hearing their feedback whenever I release something, they're like, dude, like, still can't believe what you're doing. It's, it's, it's really, really great feeling. And so you've been working with a lot of well-known producers and songwriters. And what has that been like, getting to meet some of the celebrities that we all aspire to be like? <laughs> not, I mean, meeting those kind of people, it's, it's obviously, you know, I try not to be starstruck. But like, oh, God. <laughs> Guys, but I think the main thing is taking from their experiences and trying to learn as much as possible in the short amount of time that you have with them. I mean, co-writing with the people I've I've co-written with was just I I've, those thirty minutes to an you know to a few hours in a room with them mm-hmm. was more nourishing and just gave me so much more for my music than you know what the last two years with anyone else could have done. So it's it's crazy. Right, right. That's great. Now, this show is about love, and have you gotten much love from your fans lately? What's the response been like to your music? The response has been great. I it it was kind of a. I mean, we did this hashtag takeover as you guys said earlier, and I was like, oh, three people are going to do it. You know, I was like, oh, this is not. I was so worried, and then it came out, and the song came out, and it really did felt like a takeover, and I was like, wow, this is you know totally crazy seeing where I was about a year ago and seeing where I am now and hoping that I just keep, you know, keep getting bigger. That's, that's the goal. And other than music, what else are you passionate about in your daily life? This is going to sound so Californian, but I love surfing. <laughs> um, and uh, just going to the, I just, to the gym. I just love staying active. I have a, you know, my friends are all a bunch of uh, sporty guys and I'm just like this musician, but I, I still love that side of life too. So I love just, you know, I, I just like going with the flow. So whatever I can to can do to have fun and, you know, keep the vibes going. That's what I try to do. That's great. And even though the recording studio is where you engage in the bulk of your musical work, mm-hmm. are you one of those people who's singing all the time, like in the car, when you're at the beach, when you're with your friends and whatever you're doing daily, are you just still that musician all the time? When I'm with my friends, they are so annoyed because I'm always singing something. Right now, it's Uptown Funk. I'm just doing a lot of Bruno Mars action, you know? Mm-hmm. The first time I heard it, I was like, oh, dude, this is like an old school song. I was like, no way. This is Bruno Mars. That's awesome. So they are so sick of that song. <laughs> uh, I sing in the shower. I totally sing in the car if no one else is in it. Because then that's like too, it's too confined to space. <laughs> Someone else who was like jamming out. They're like, what is this guy doing? Like, focus on <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I sing all the time, really. I mean, and when I get home from uh, from whatever I you know I'm doing in the day, I always sit down and and either go through my songs or play some covers. But yeah, I have to sing for it to be like a successful day. And what advice would you give to those wanting to pursue a career in music? You know, starting out and uh, in middle school um, is it was really tough. That's not a kid, uh, an age where kids are like, oh, let's accept people who do different things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, I mean, it's just really stick with it. I, I pretty much locked myself in a room for three years um, 
after you know I faced my first ridicule and really you just gotta look at the source. That's what I wasn't doing. It's it's kids are kids are jealous and kids like to bring other people down and uh, you know really trying to you know be above that and and realize it's a passion and it's it's what you love to do. So if you really love to do it and it's what you know you see yourself doing in the future, then ignore anyone who doubts you and, and you know you'll you'll be successful. Mm-hmm. Haters are your motivators, and it, when you. <laughs> <laughs> and when you lock yourself in that room, is it that does music become a, an art form for you, a way of creative expression? Absolutely. I, I the reason I love music so much is it's I could be having the worst day possible, and the one thing that will bring me up is uh, just you know playing music. It's super therapeutic for me. Um, so I, yeah, it's definitely an art form and a, a form of a you know letting me myself express you know what's going on in my life. Where do you see yourself in 10 years if you could be anywhere in the music industry? Oh, um, gosh, that is so tough. <laughs> I mean, I want, I'm shooting for the stars, so hopefully, you know, <laughs> you know, household name. But then, I mean, I really, the, the main goal for me is as much as I want to be, you know, super popular and, you know, a lot of people know who I am. I just want to be able to support myself and do what I love and uh, keep creating music. Yeah, and, and I I love this idea that it's not about just the popularity. The love for music is what drives you. Oh, yeah. I think if you don't have that, then you can't withstand the haters or the doubters <laughs> or the non-believers at all. It's it's totally different if a person just like, I want to be famous, you know, I want to be like Justin Bieber and go and roll out. It's like, man, I just, I love what I do. And I, I really just, the main goal for me is to share with as many people as possible because I feel like I have, you know, something different or something a lot of people could connect with and, and really appreciate. So that's what, you know, that's my goal. Do you feel pressure being in the industry to kind of conform to the cookie cutter image of a teen pop singer or a teen indie rock singer? You know, like there's that, I oh, feel yeah. like there might be that kind of push to become like the next Justin Bieber or to fit a sort of mold and to churn out this like auto-tuned pop music and do you ever if, if one more person tells me i look like cody simpson i'm gonna freak because <laughs> like honestly it's so even you guys like teen heartthrob dylan ruda's like come on <laughs> we had to say that <laughs> no, it's all good it's like bob dylan was you know no one's being like teen heartthrob bob dylan <laughs> it's it's definitely a part of the industry that isn't going anywhere but um i don't know it's it's i just find it funny at this point i mean if you know, call what you want. You can label me what whatever you want, but the music's not going to change. And uh, people have tried, and it's just you know, it's it's not like I'm trying to gain off of it. And if I do, that's awesome. But I, it's really just an expression and an art form, as you guys said. So, yeah, no one's no one's changed me. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Dylan, for this awesome conversation today. We wish you great success and happiness, and for you to find and explore whatever makes you happy in your music. And we're so excited that your music is impacting people far and wide. You can keep up with Dylan from his website at Dylan Ruda, that's R-O-U-D-A, music.com. Also, you can follow him at Twitter at, at Dylan Ruda Music. As always, all good things must come to an end, and this show has reconnected us with those inner gifts we all stand to offer, passion, purpose, and most importantly, love, in all ways, shapes, and sizes. Thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and Perry Damone's Kid Star for producing this show, where we empower kids. Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Bruce Solstein. Thanks to our guests, reporters, and the world. And thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Young Juan. 
And I'm Hannah Hundle. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For more info on our creative community, go to btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, be full of love, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars to shine between the lines if you would let yourself go. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now from the now from the Kickstarter of the month, here is the Wisp Pops and their song Sea Turtle.
return to our birthplaces We'll make it back eventually Pops from the Kidstar album of the month. 